Hello, everyone. Hi. Oh, hi, Dave. How are you? <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi. <laughs> what a story. <laughs> oh, what a way to start a podcast. This is the, uh, the podcast we call Like Trees Walking. I am Michael J. Nelson. I am um, David Berge. Uh, I'm a pastor. I am an interlocutor. <laughs> I don't know what I am. A gadab- um, a gadabout. A gadabout, a man about town. Um, and this is the podcast where we talk about the biggest, most important issues that all of us have to face. Mm-hmm. The meaning of life, who we are, ethics, uh, morals, what are morals, do we exist? Why do we exist? Why is there something rather than nothing? Is this a simulation? Is this a simulation? We could have a follow-up on that. I have a follow-up on that. That's another pod. That's another pod. I don't think it'll go to full pod length, but we can talk about this after. Okay. But the news is, spoiler alert, we are not in a computer simulation. (laughs) We'll talk about why on another podcast. Spoiler alert, man. Oh, my gosh. But we have a big topic today. We are going to be challenged in our own faith. We are, oh, we come at it from a Christian perspective, this whole view of the world. But we, you know, we welcome anyone to listen, and we hope that you will engage with our ideas, as as we always engage with others' ideas, which we will today. We will be engaging with a person who is a great philosopher, one of the one of the finest contemporary philosophers, Bridges Worlds. Yes, and he is. uh, I think you'll hear soon. We have an audio clip from him as he um, sits down at a summit with another great philosopher, Mm -hmm. and. And so we'll get to that in a moment. And then after that, um, we're going to delve a little deeper into his work in the second half of this show. And I don't want to be mysterious about it. Um, I think we should just dive into his thoughts. What do you think about that? Very soon. Yes. Yeah. I'm, let's, yeah I mean, let's dive in. Let's, let's do it. He is, uh, let me set this up. Um, this, this man has... Uh, Look, it's Jim Carrey, okay? <laughs> there's no reason to hold that information until, uh, until the last moment. Uh, I, I, I came across a clip of him. Uh, one of my favorite comedians is Norm MacDonald. I, now, I can't recommend him for everyone. He's a, he's a quirky dude. I think he's funny and an interesting thinker, even. He's a good writer. He, he, he's written a book that's uh, quite entertaining. Did you read the book? Uh, I haven't finished it, yet. but you've started it. Yes. What's it called? It's like a it's like a fictional. Yeah, it's a it's a fiction, it's fiction mixed with fact about his life or whatever. But he goes, he's a, he's a weird dude. He'll go on Twitter, um, and he'll just narrate or you know like almost a <laughs> like for the tweet. blind kind of live tweet a golf game. I had to or un- a I had to unfollow game. him because yeah, of that. it's it's you you just go what what is the point of this? And then uh, the next day he will. Uh, he'll tweet out in a storm a short story that'll be sort of touching and, and odd and, you know, sort of clever, and he's just writing it by, by tweeting. So he's an interesting guy. Point is, he has a podcast, and he has major comedians on Seinfeld, and and not that he's a major comedian, but David Spade, or, you know, people he's worked with on Saturday <laughs> yeah, yeah. Night Live. Yeah, the and, SNL uh, alums. Yeah, a lot of SNL alums, but... Uh, uh, guys he, from the where past. Was, where was he ranked in the Rolling Stone SNL? They did like the you know the definitive ranking of every single oh, SNL. That's a boy. That's a I wouldn't want to take that on. It was a and I felt like he really got uh, uh, he got hosed. He was like very he was poorly ranked. 
Yeah, that he he always gets that. I don't know why that is. I I think he's he deserves better. He was good. Even his his, his he did a wonderful uh, Burt Reynolds just for that. Oh yes. I mean, that was <laughs> and he was at his best around the um, around the OJ trial. Um, Who did he? Was he hosting? He, no, he did the the news update. Oh yeah, weekend so, update. So he did weekend update while he was. A lot of great jokes came out of that. But uh, enough about Norm. Here's. Jim Carrey on the show, and here is him talking about, uh, well, it's self-explanatory, but we'll dip in and out of the clip, and uh, also there's a couple of um, bad words in it, but I reversed them, so they'll they'll be garbled, so, but anyway, that's the reason you're hearing garbling, is uh, because I did it, to to spare you, to spare the children. (laughs) Uh, So here we go, here's Jim Carrey giving his philosophy on, uh, well, sort of on Christian on the Christian religion. Here we go. Mr. Jim Carrey. Do you know about... You're so, I ask because you're so physically... Stop gifted. interrupting me! I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. Uh, do you know about, uh, about uh, um, alchemical uh, sexual alchemy? Sexual alchemy. Yeah. I know alchemy. I'm talking about Tantra. I made a lot of money alchemy. on alchemy in the do you early know that 70s. The, did you, do you know that the story of Jesus, how it's been altered in certain ways? I mean, yes, there was a guy. Yes, there was teachings, all that stuff. But now, the well, there, Bible, there wasn't only just a guy. No, no. Well, okay. Let's, not, right. let's not reduce it. Well, he's not even that, actually. No. I'm just going to pause it there for comment. So he starts off by talking about sexual alchemy. Yeah, is this a thing you? I was not familiar with this. I had I had heard of uh, tantra, sure, mainly because of Sting. Sting. I, <laughs> I think everybody immediately. Associates. <laughs> I think everybody goes there. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're not. Uh, this is this is a podcast for adults. It's something about my basic understanding is having sex for a very long time. That's about the <laughs> right. Like that's about the gist of it. That's like the. That's like the. A selling point of sorts? I, I guess. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, yeah, like a long time having, but having, just, the, but just having the sex. To be clear, just sort of sitting there, though. I mean, I, I don't, look, I don't want to get I, 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 I haven't looked, I mean, honestly, you know, uh, I, I'm not trying to be a prude. I haven't looked any further into it than what I know from yeah, third-hand information about Sting. Right. I think that's probably true of most of our audience. So, but, so that's what he's talking so, about. But then he transitions and he, he says that uh, something about Jesus and, and then says that he's, you know, he's not even a man. He, and, and he'll explain here. So I just wanted to pause and get to where we are right now. So, so sexual is, alchemy. Sexual alchemy tam- and, and what it has to do with Jesus. the life of Jesus. Yes. Who was a guy, but Norm says he's not just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> not just a guy. He's not just a guy. All right, so hopefully, let's see if this picks right back up. Here. Christ consciousness yes. is something yes, it that, is. yeah, he was aware it's out of. There, yes. Yeah. And, uh, and so. Christ consciousness <laughs> is something that he was aware of. I'm assuming he's talking about Jesus. I think Jesus was aware of Christ consciousness. Okay. That's what he's saying. All right. I just want to make sure we get all these points. Jesus Christ was aware of Christ. Oh, uh, you know, but the the parallel between that and alchemical sex is that... Uh, I'm sorry, alchemical sex? What is it called? Alchemical. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Alchemy, sexual yes. alchemy is uh, there's 33 vertebrates in your spine. There's 33 years in the life of Jesus. Jesus Christ, yeah. Okay. And what it so is... So far, it sounds like a coincidence. I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So far. 
Oh, that's why I love Noir. <laughs> so there's 33 vertebrae. He says vertebras. I, I noticed. I don't know whether that's a. Is that I Canadian? That's just a mistake. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. They're both Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's 33 years in the life of Christ. Yeah. So sexual alchemy, mm-hmm. Christ consciousness, mm-hmm. 33 years in the life of Jesus, 33 vertebrae. Yes. This is Jim Carrey, the most popular movie star of the 1990s, is giving us wisdom about it. So far, I'm tracking 100%. All right. Well, it goes on. There is a substance or liquid or uh, uh, you know, a substance that comes from your medulla, which is basically completely looks like the uh, Ark of the Covenant has... What? <laughs> There's a liquid that There's comes from your medulla? Which looks like the Ark of the Covenant? I assume he means the medulla looks like the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, I, uh, Not the liquid that comes it, it, from the... Does liquid come from there? I, I don't know. I didn't... I mean, I looked a little bit into this, and it quickly got me into some websites where I'm like, I'm putting on the private browser here. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want the government to know or Google yeah. to know that you're observing these places. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, so the medulla looks like the so cherubim over the Ark of the Covenant, so this sort of figure with wings forward. There's not, I mean, I know your brain is in some kind of liquid, right? I mean... Yeah, all yeah. tissue is, but sure, it's not I'm pre- sure there's an excretion your from your bra- Is your brain, I don't know, isn't your medulla part of your brain? I th- yeah, I assume he's talking about the medulla oblongata. Yo, there's something wrong with your medulla oblongata, <laughs> water boy. Oh, wow, speaking of. <laughs> has uh, angel's wings around it, the whole thing. Your medulla is shaped Now, like is this that. what oh, Michael okay, Jackson okay. is called, Jesus juice? <laughs> yeah. No, no. no not the talking. same. Not the same. It won't get the kids into oh, the bedroom. Oh, it doesn't get the kids. No. Uh, well, no what good room. is it? <laughs> no, I'm... So this, this substance comes from your medulla, makes the tr- trip down your spine to your sacrum, which is the... Which is Quick, get a dictionary. Christ coming down into human form. Yeah. And if... So all Norm can do after hearing that is to go, yes. <laughs> For, yeah, of course, we all know that. What's your... Mike, what's your, what? sac- what's your sacrum? The sacrum's in the in the spine, right? Right. Is it it's like a, at the bottom? down on the base of your spine? It's above the coccyx or where? Yeah. So okay. sacrum, I assume he's going to equate it to something sacred. The See, sacred coming down into the sacred space. Um, it's like the incarnation. So the whole the Christian story. Uh, well, I think he gets to that. Okay. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. So the right? incarnation. Yeah. Christmas is go. coming too. So here we go. You don't squander that essence, that sexual essence. It ascends again and goes back up to heaven, which is your thing. It's also the story of Santa Claus. Why he comes down the chimney is because this, this juice or this whatever substance actually passes what's called the claustrum, which is where they got Santa Claus. So, Wait, which, who got Santa Claus? <laughs> they. <laughs> they. Santa Claus comes from the claustrum where the juice from your... Medulla. From the, the, the Ark of the Covenant in your brain squirts juice down into your sacrum past your 33 vertebra? Yeah. I Is mean, that where we at, are at right now? I think so. So 
Jesus. And then if you squander your sexual energy, yeah, what happens? Which he doesn't explain or go into how how one does. How does one squander, squander it? one's sexual energy? But if you don't squander it, then it re it ascends. So it descends. But if you squander ascends, it, ascends. But it's it's not going to the same place. I don't know. That's don't know. to me. Uh, you know, uh, we're not going to work blue here. Uh, <laughs> but it sounds like that ascent is it's more of an an, eg- an exit. Well, it's it's in Santa. It's not making any sense what this has to do with Santa Claus either. The Santa thing is really because Santa. I mean, I guess Santa goes back in his sleigh and goes back to the North Pole. <laughs> but but that's where they got Santa from. Was there's a thing called the Claustrum? Who's and, the they? And because it comes down, people were like, "That is very similar." Yeah, who's the they? That's they. <laughs> Jim Carrey, most popular actor and entertainer of the last thirty years. Here we go. It goes down what the chimney the and back. <laughs> it's all very freaky shit. Uh, That's wild. So, so you believe without a doubt uh, if Jesus had existed in, uh, in the form uh, that I believe given, that, that at, he, at, at he was a best. sexual being? No, I didn't say that. Oh. I, 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 I think he probably saved it, you know, so that he could be clear, mm-hmm. so that he could be sharp, huh. you know? Like Ali or... Or, just uh, like a fighter, just Hubbard, like any, yeah. just like tantric sex. Tantric sex is about that. It's yeah. about being your sharpest and Look, most you, violent. I have never been in it, but I'll tell you this: I used to sprint when I was young. Maybe you can. Then <laughs> it goes on <laughs> into a Norm rabbit hole. A running story. Yeah, yeah. Tells something about uh, him sprinting when he was young, which I don't understand at all. With the, but uh, so there it is. I don't. Can you make? He- I mean, we just pause for a moment and go. What? <laughs> uh, what's he talking about? So. That is just baffling to me. But I think we can clearly say that uh, the story of Jesus has nothing to do with the vertebra in your back or your claustrum or your, right? I mean... Yep, I think I think we're going to let Jesus and Santa Claus both off of the hook for, our, um, <laughs> for your medulla <laughs> and your spine and your sacrum and uh, anything else. It has nothing, what, like... Yeah, and then he started, then I almost thought, oh, good, this is going to veer off into Scientology, because he said to keep clear. Yeah, go But then it clear. seemed like, I don't know whether that was just a, using the word in a, it, but it's, it seemed like it was sort of in that uh, direction of keeping yourself, you know, clearing out the ghosts in your brain or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, that term, you know, going clear comes from Scientology, but it, 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 it where does that? Where does this come from? So, Mike, obviously, uh, Jim did not make this up. I don't think you probably heard it somewhere. Yeah, so well, I have a little. I have another this? clip that'll give you okay. a, li- a little more insight into because uh, this is basically just me musing. What in the world is happening to Jim Carrey? <laughs> my first thing, but since it related to Jesus, I wanted to make sure we were completely one hundred percent clear from the pastor that there's no. No similarity and nothing, uh, nothing that you can tease out of this that makes any sense. At this all. is going to be my next sermon illustration, Mike. But before <laughs> you start, is it is this like a you know he played Andy Kaufman in the movie Man on the Moon? Is this like a Kaufman esque kind of performance art? That's a good thought. I I looked into that. In fact, he did get a little lost in his um, in his uh, Andy Kaufman impersonation, and I think something snapped inside of him. This is just me. This is complete speculation yeah. on my part. Obviously, I have no actual insights into Jim Carrey's thinking, but he did a. Um, I've not seen the documentary. I read a, a long 
uh, a long uh, review of it that he did about playing Kaufman in The Man on the Moon. And he, he now, um, he won't refer to himself as himself. And when you referred to him on set, and even now during many years later, during this, uh, the shooting of this uh, documentary, he wouldn't have anyone refer to him as Jim, Jim Carrey. And, and in this next clip, you'll get a little more insight into his thinking and where his head is going. So uh, this is, Kauf I think, ma po possibly an earlier clip. Kaufman Colostrum. Yeah, Class. exactly. You know that he bought everything he ever did. And oh, they're talking it? about. What? Um, no. He bought the rights to everything he ever Ooh. did. You know. They're talking about Red Skelton here. Oh, the great comedian Red Skelton. Yeah, so that's what they're talking about. But it quickly goes into something else. But you ever see a Red Skelton movie? No, you don't. You never yeah. see a Red Skelton kinescope. You don't see anything. He just erased that's himself. Right. Why? Yeah. Do you know? Do you have any idea why? Or He's why like, you uh, yeah, the Invisible Man. He's gone. He went away. Do you know why? I don't know why. Um, could be self-hatred. Let's could figure be, it out. Could be. He didn't know that he could do that without leaving. Well, he knew he was going to leave. Well, he knew he was going to leave, but he, he didn't know that he could actually erase himself without oh, erasing right. his work. Like, I'm erasing myself. I, I'm not even here right now. Uh -huh. I don't exist. But you're saying he lived in a time I don't exist. Was... I have no needs. I don't need you people. None of it. Nothing. I don't need oh, approval from anybody. Right. Uh, I need uh, three squares a day. Yeah. And just to keep this thing alive, but there's no me involved. <laughs> so, uh, and that goes on like that in a, a over an hour interview with Norm McDonald. And Norm, being a weird guy himself, doesn't even really respond to his... He just kind of keeps talking to him like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but so over and over again, he says, there is no me... Um, I don't exist. Um, he's sort of saying things like, I'm not a physical being. He sort of acknowledges that somehow he exists in space. But And so this is not, if this is a put-on, it's very, very long and very involved and, and very strange, and there probably will be no payoff. So uh, it's not going to be like uh, what, what was, was the River Phoenix, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Was that, a, was that just a total put-on? Yeah, it was a total hoax. That was dumb, though. Why did he do that? I don't know. You know, edgy. It's edgy. The payoff for that was very minimal. Oh, it was very minimal. <laughs> like, that <laughs> was really so dumb. Stupid. But, uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, he's not doing that. It's very, so. it's almost postmodern, right? There's no me, there's no self, yeah, right? Yeah, there's no self. And so, after a little bit of research, um, I came across the fact that uh, Jim Carrey has, is a, an acolyte of Eckhart Tolle the German spiritualist who is often in the company of Oprah and the Dalai Lama. Mm. And, you know, being in the company of is not an endorsement, so I'm not saying I don't know much about. Other than that, he's published enormous numbers of bestsellers. Um, and I have some quotes from him if you'd like to hear some of his wisdom. First of all, do you, while I pull it up, do you know anything about him? Oh, I... Being an, a spiritualist and like, <laughs> you, like you are. spiritualist, Mike. I'm a pastor, <laughs> my gosh. But I do, you know, I, I uh, do tend to the uh, spiritual realm, the spiritual dimension of humanity. No, I know when I think, you know, if you do free word association, Eckhart Tolle, I say Oprah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know if this is accurate, but kind of a new age type of spirituality, a, a power of positive thinking, kind of a, a law of attraction is what I would 
fairly or not associate with him this sort of notion that if you put positive things out there in the universe, the universe, there's some yeah. principle operative whereby like the things that you are desiring or saying you want will come, will come to you. I think so. I think that's it. And, uh, I'll just start with this quote and, uh, and you can soak in the wisdom of that and then I'll move on to another. This is Eckhart Tolle. When the dog looks at you, the dog is not thinking what kind of a person you are. The dog is not judging you. <laughs> so that's, that's at the top of his quotes page. It's not that's my... That's top I, of the quotes page? Boredom, anger, sadness, or fear are not yours, not personal. They are conditions of the human mind. They come and go. Nothing that comes and goes is you. What is you? Uh, I may not get to it on this little pull quote <laughs> page here. I don't know. But it so that sounds a little Jim Carrey-ish to me there. There's no, uh, the, the you is not actually there kind of stuff. To realize that you are not your thoughts is when you begin to awaken spiritually. Mm -hmm. So it's this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's um, sort of mental, the intersection between kind of mental health um, stuff and uh, kind of new age spirituality, right? That that's, that's, that's its primary emphasis is upon managing one's own. Yeah kind of mental health as a spiritual d discipline or exercise or something like that. Yeah, well, it leads you to this Santa Claus stuff eventually. I don't know. Anyway, the point being, <laughs> I just wanted people out there, if you run across the great philosopher Jim Carrey, Pastor, there is nothing to fear from this, is there? We well, it's, it's highly incoherent, so I would say <laughs> that there's nothing to fear other than it can be frustrating if you were, you know, if you were to try to, I think, have a conversation with Jim Carrey, it would be about this. It would be very difficult because it's so inco in, incoherent, yeah, and incohate, right? Like that. That there's, it, it'd be difficult to sort of find a common ground upon which to, yeah. I have assume a he would just say, "You, you don't really. It's not even you telling me these things and all of that stuff." Where there's no, there would be probably zero commonality. Anyway, I just thought that was one of the. It's sort of fascinating when someone super famous kind of in the the like tom cruise i mean they're not quite comparable but they're in the same general they're both universe. a li yeah they're a a listers people with a ton of money it's just fascinating that you have these people like him obviously going mad before our eyes and, and tom cruise part of a giant criminal cult you know <laughs> it's so strange and fascinating that that can happen where and we still go and see his movies, and nobody has any. It, <laughs> they it, sort of it, chuckle at it, like, "Isn't that funny?" They kidnap people, it tells and torture you, them, right? Fame and celebrity are highly destructive things on a human person, right? Is is what it tells you. And to achieve that level of of fame um, is is, I guess, soul destroying, or it runs a very high risk. I think I think we see that, and so people are so desperate to glom onto something that can help them like live with themselves. I, yeah. And I think know. it's, uh, I would say as a, a, a generalization comedians, uh, well actors and comedians, but comedians, they want to feel something deeper than just, I'm a clown who people laugh at. They always tend to, you know, the Jerry Lewis thing, he's getting more serious. Now he's doing Holocaust films. Now he, he wants to matter to somebody rather than to just be, the guy who uh, spills water all over himself and trips off. And goes, lady. lady. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, obviously, Jim Carrey took sort of a similar path of just becoming darker and kind of more. I was like, man, have fun with the fact that you have unlimited money, fame, <laughs> and, but, the, but he proves that we need something more. It does. And yeah, his whole career as sort of arc is as largely chasing an Oscar. 
yeah, right? right. Yeah, because yeah. it's that validation and that saying like you're not yeah you're not you're not just a buffoon or a clown or a you know slapstick um, character you know and I mean the roles that he pursued you could see this sort of like pursuing it more and more and more it reminds me of. Robert Downey Jr., the parody he did in, Tro- uh, yes. in Tropic Thunder. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> and you know the line. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, watch the movie. It's, I won't say it out of context. No. No. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for taking that journey with me. I just thought that was Into fascinating. the mind of Jim Carrey. And yeah. I think it fits in with what we generally do, because he's talking about, he's trying to make sense of the universe, and he's talking about the things that really matter, and that's where he got to. So Sexual strange. alchemy. Sexual alchemy. I assume it's an extant theory that he has glommed onto. I don't know if Tole advocates it. Um, again, I advise caution when... Uh, when Googling it. So. Yeah. <laughs> or especially, just forget about it. Especially <laughs> sexual alchemy. Don't Google that. Yeah, don't. Um, <laughs> All and, right. But, uh, but he's, he's, you know, human beings are religious creatures, right? He's, yeah, he's looking exactly. for something, and he's seeing, looking for patterns um, and transcendence. Um, and instead of, like, the normal <laughs> Christian story, <laughs> you know, of a, of a God who's outside of himself, you know, enter, coming, yeah. descending and entering into the human situation. He's locating it inside of himself, which is kind of weird. It's sort of a, an, an, an idolatry of the self as celebrity, which is yeah. maybe easier to do, but maybe just an instantiation of something that lots of us tend to do. And reducing it to a liquid that goes down your spine, which doesn't seem appealing to me. That but. seems horrible. <laughs> and comes out, there's no connection it's between not. the spine and the... And the reproductive system, I don't think, you know? None at all. All right. I mean, On other that... than we're in the same bot, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's just a weird thing. Oh, Jim, get better, my friend. We, we, we listen lo- to our podcast. We would love to have you on the pod. Yeah, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk through your ideas. You and Norm, we'll get through your ideas. We'll do an altar call at the end. That's We'd right. love to have you. All right, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the great Jim Carrey. <laughs> right after this. Hello, 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 everyone. It's Pastor Dave giving you my, you know, appeal per each episode. A few things you could do for us. You could rate us and review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That really helps out. Thank you for everyone who has responded to the most recent call. Um, It means the world to us. You can find us online. LikeTreesWalkingPod.com is our website where our bios are, all the old episodes, um, and uh, show notes, everything good like that. You can also find us on Twitter at Michael J. Nelson, at David underscore Berge, or at LTW Pod, and also our Like Trace Walking Facebook page. Those are all different ways to connect with us, which we, we love it, and uh, we can also sort of um, send you more information um, about special things we have going on as they become available. So uh, thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your encouragement. Um, it, it means absolutely everything to us. And so now let's get back to the show. We're back. Oh, Mike. That yes. was a great... <laughs> that was an interesting exercise in really trying to figure out what someone's talking about. Yeah. Do you have any follow-up questions for well, I mean, how do we summarize something like that? But I have a... Yeah, just a question, Mike, is... Yeah. What was Jim Carrey smoking? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, here's what I have to say about it, uh, about the whole thing. If you ever hear him giving a talk or anything, my advice would be right, uh, right here. Do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jim Carrey. Great. So you're a fan. I do like Jim Carrey. I do. He was in what is truly one of my favorite movies of all time in kind of a cult class. It's very personal. Yeah, uh, it's a very personal thing. But the cable guy is one of my. Oh, you've mentioned all, that. Yeah, that has come up before. Yep. And he isn't he playing. Is that sort of on his trajectory to more serious roles? Wasn't it sort of a... It was biz- It was a dark and really weird role. So it was like... It was... It, I don't know what trajectory would put it on. It was completely oddball. Okay. So um, it wasn't his Oscar... It's not Oscar-based. No, it was, he wasn't... It was, broadly speaking, a comedy. Yes, it is a comedy, but it's a dark comedy um, and about this guy who was basically raised by watching television and the uh, dark impact that has on his his psyche. It has a little bit of a what about Bob vibe to it in the oh, sense yeah. of like the the this one Bob is he the hero or the villain? You know, and everyone sort of the sure. crazy the crazy person wins everyone to his side. Sure, um, basically Matthew Broderick's in it. So is uh, uh, the late great Philip Seymour. Hoffman. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> quite a cast. It's a, one of the best karaoke scenes ever. When the truth is found. What is that? He sings. Don't you want to? It's this like psychedelic karaoke scene of him singing. Don't you want somebody to love in character? Oh wow, weird. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you've sold me on it. I'm, I'm I have uh, written about him in the past. I am not a fan of Jim Carrey. I am no, not what, at all. What about the Truman Show? I never saw it. It's good. It's 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 very. That was his Oscar bait movie, right? It's very pre- it was more. It's very prescient. You know, the reality television uh, world, or you know, something like that. Uh, uh, there was the Bruce Almighty movie that was, you know, where he's God. Oh, um, that was like every youth pastor's like favorite place to like use <laughs> illustrations from. I, I just I, I have a hard time entering the. He is like he's very much like Jerry Lewis for me, where I just. It's hard for me to believe that any human like that exists among other humans. It would be like having a full-out circus clown like who just never took off his makeup and then walked around interacting with people. You'd always have to comment like why are you what are you doing would be the first question you'd ever ask of a person like Jim Carrey like coming in going Wah! you know be like what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I just never buy him in any role. Not even, but what about in uh, Dumb and Dumber? That's a great movie. <sighs> That has stood the test of time. I don't know. It is a hilarious movie. It is full of wonderful quotes. Again, how I, I don't know. It doesn't exist. Look, Laurel and Hardy, right? Two idiots. Yeah. They're, they're, that, that comes like from some, that comes from sort of European clowning and vaudeville and everything. Dumb and Dumber is just posits two utter idiots. Not even very likable idiots, just out in the world. And I just, I just don't buy into like where, what is their context? Everyone should be saying to these people, "Who are you? Go get help! What is wrong with you?" So I, I can't buy the premise. I have a tough time with it. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's timeless. <laughs> so I, I uh, promise you that I have a story that sort of encapsulates how I feel about um, Jim Carrey. So it's story time with Mike. It's story time with Mike. I wish I had a theme for it. I don't. Uh, no, I heard this from, I read this, and then I doubted it, and 
and then I heard Jim Carrey tell it. So unless he's lying about himself, this is, uh, and, and I, allegedly it was backed up by Tommy Lee Jones, who was in a movie. He was in the Batman. Which one was that? It With was the Riddler. Uh, the Riddler and Two Face. Uh, it was so not, it wasn't the original. It was it the was a, second one or third. I don't it was, know. It must have been the fourth or third. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of that series, so I don't know. But it was in like the very, the ca- extremely campy. Modern version. The original, of course, was extremely campy, but this was like dark camp. Yeah, yeah, it not was not awful. fun. No, yeah. it was. Eh, so they're working together on the same film, and Jim Carrey goes by himself into a restaurant where Tommy Lee Jones is at another table. Somebody recognizes Jim Carrey and says, "Oh, Mr. Carrey, uh, your your co-star, because this has been announced already. Tommy Lee Jones is over there." So Jim Carrey goes over to Tommy Lee Jones, and he says, Hey, Tommy, how are you? They haven't had their big scenes together. They've apparently been on set, but they haven't spent any time together. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones looks up from his food and blanches white and starts trembling with rage and, and looks back down and quietly says, I hate you. <laughs> and, and Jim Carrey goes, what, what is wrong? Why? What? And he uh, pulls a a chair over next to his table and says, well, let's talk, let's talk about it. Let's talk through it. And all Tommy Lee Jones can do is cause he's still just, he's, he's trembling with rage. He obviously like physically repulsed by Jim Carrey <laughs> and he stands up and before Carrey can pull up the seat and he sort of like he, with trembling hands, he like hugs him. Cause I guess cause he can't think of anything else to do in the face of this thing where like he loathes him so much. And he hugs him, and he kind of pulls him tight in this angry hug, and he whispers in his ear, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly... Is that how you feel? Exactly how I feel, and that would be my reaction, too. I'd be trembling with rage. (laughs) Cannot sanction your buffoonery. Oh, I'm sure this wasn't like some kind of method acting where he was the bad side of Two Face. I, I don't know. know. I think I, th- I think he's confirmed that he's not a fan of Jim Carrey. It's, he kind of says nothing personal, but he just yeah, he couldn't stand his something about his physicality. Just obviously, was it inc- incredibly off-putting. I guess so. That's how I feel. Yeah, I just can't look. I have a hard time looking at him. I, I, what can I? You, I'm not. I can't be alone here. There's a lot of people. I you, mean, obviously, I'm not. The Tommy world loves him. You cannot sanction. I cannot sanction his, his buffoonery. Buffoon. Yeah. Well, Jim, if you're listening, I can. I do sanction your buffoonery. Yeah, we're split down the middle. We have a big fan, and we have a a not so big fan. A man who can't sanction your buffoonery <laughs> as well. But anyway, wow, we got a whole show out of Jim Carrey. That's well, thank not you. Bad. I mean, that's <laughs> you thought I'm going to listen to a podcast about the big questions of uh, philosophy, theology, and culture, and we got a whole one out of the great Jim Carrey. Who knows? We may, maybe we'll be revisiting him. He, I'm sure he's got a book in him, and he's probably going to expound on his theories, and then we have something to talk about again. Uh, I relish the chance. If he writes a book, maybe he'll be desperate to do publicity for it, and we can get him on the podcast. Yeah, perfect. People are always hungry during that time. Hey, but. Next podcast, got to tune in. It's our big Christmas oh, it's special. it's Christmas special. We've, well, we've got music. We've got dancing and laughter. Juggling. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a special show. We know already that it's a special show. We're not just, <laughs> <laughs> how do we know it? <laughs> we'll never tell. But uh, thank you for joining us for this buffoonery, and we hope you sanction it. 
and we hope you will come back. How do you like that for a transition? I love love that. Uh, We hope you come back for another Like Trees Walking. Mm -hmm.